Hey, this is Jason Rice here from Lot Pop doing a lot party tip. And it's going to be a little different today. I got a little nudge, a request from uh, John Ruswick. I'm sure my mic is not muted. Talking about, you know, we should talk about new cars. And because uh, here's the thing a lot of dealers right now are struggling with trade ins. And obviously, it's a reflection of our new car business. Um, I've all seen the headlines, you know, new cars sales is down a little bit. And what's up, Nick Miller? Hey, Ray, what's up? Um, so new car sales are down across the board. You know, that's what we're seeing in the headlines right now. And dealers are struggling with that trades. Now, I'm not going to dig into trades too much because that's a whole other topic that we can dig into. Uh, obviously, you want to track and trend every appraisal that you're doing. See how many you're, you're appraising, how many you're taking in, or you're heavy, heavy, hitting them heavy, hitting them light and or hitting recon accurately and things like that. But um, with new cars, you know, my frustration is a lot of new cars management, uh, I was just on a new car call this morning and this is where this is coming from, you know, is kind of a set it and forget it strategy and managing age car strategy. And uh, you need to treat new cars like you do used. Every car kind of should and can stand on its own. And one, particular color with a particular trim can be moving better regardless of its age you need to look at its activity last price change and get off the set it and forget it so you know <clears throat> I just want to come off as this might come off as a little pitchy but I want you to understand kind of the the deeper dive you should be doing on new cars than just looking at a aging strategy so what I mean by aging strategy instead of forget it is let's take a system like conquest um, or even your back end of your website and stuff. You can go into your systems and say, okay, at day one, I want to be at MSRP. At day 30, I want to be invoice plus 1,000. At day 90, I want to be 500 over invoice. And day 120, I want to be at invoice or whatever those targets are that strategy is. And again, that's kind of the set it, forget it, and you're moving it through age instead of looking at activity. Now, I would say... <laughs> Treating new like used, you should have an age polish. You should have a 90-day supply. Um, we should be able, if you got 300 new cars, should be pushing out 100. That's the numbers that we tend to push our stores to. So that being said, you should have a little bit of an age problem, but you shouldn't take, or a strategy, but you shouldn't take an age approach to your inventory. Here's why. Let's say it, you got a car that's 89 days old. It's the right blue or gray F-150 XLT that happens to be moving better and converting real well. It's 89 days today. Tomorrow, even though it's converting good and it's the right color, right features, it turns 90 days old, your system's going to make you automatically lose 500 bucks or drop drop it down, whatever that number is, but it'll drop it down from 1,000 over invoice to 500 over invoice, let's say. So you just lost 500 bucks on a vehicle that's actually moving fairly well. And without knowing that trending data without knowing that information it's hard for you to make the decision but there's it's understandable there's a lot of cars out there when you have three four five hundred cars it's hard to look at it individually you know you just kind of look at it as a clump and so it comes down to photos and descriptions too the manager we're talking about this morning um he was surprised at his comments and stuff he thought he did them and he thought they were going through or he thought they're there but they're gone and his photo percentage was really bad. And his customers are going to shop new like they do use. I don't know why we don't assume that they wouldn't. 
and then that stock photos and vague information is good for that consumer. Again, while I was talking about um, we want to catch the shoppers, you know, as they're out there, get the SRPs, get them to get a VDP and submit a lead and then earn their business and shoot them down that funnel. And if without photos, without descriptions, we're missing big opportunities, narrow down, more customers narrow down and so forth. You want to flat price your new cars. You don't want to take, you know, invoice plus 500 bucks, have it shoot out a price online and that price be 40172 when you can easily drop the 172, put it at a $40,000 bucket, catch the 40 and higher shopper, 40 lower shopper. Customers are gonna search by price bands on new cars also. So once you flat price your inventory, once your photos and your comments are there on your new cars, then you know that gets you off the set and forget it strategy. And then you gotta look at the trends and the patterns that happen. You know, for example, this gentleman's a Ford store, his Fiestas. Not just any Fiestas, it's SEs. And where the day supply was building up, his were priced higher than what they tend to sell for, but also blue Fiestas were struggling. So imagine if he had a blue SE Fiesta. Definitely wanna make it adjustments. And then the other thing we noticed that his hatchbacks had an 83 day supply higher than the normal day supplier or the overall of Fiesta. So hatchbacks moved almost twice as slow as a regular one. So now imagine having a SE blue hatchback on top of that. That's the ones you want to make an adjustments. But let's say the white sedans were moving great. And but so we wouldn't touch it. But yet our set and forget it strategy had it 89 days old yesterday and now it turned 90 and it dropped the price. And we shouldn't have dropped the price on the white one sedan, but we should on the blue SE hatchback. Again, because each car should stand on its own, you gotta look at the information on it. You can't just do a set it and forget it just because of the ease and convenience of our systems. <clears throat> so again, I kind of, I say to come off pitchy because we're looking at, we look at that, that data and those trends. I believe that we should flat price a car and then from there we gotta make adjustments. So how do we make the adjustments? Well, we gotta look at the data to see what's working and what's not, not just the age. I want to look at last price change. I want to look at the day supply from the overall to how mine's equipped, um, like mine, to conversion percentage, to colors, to trims, what's working on my lot and what's not. And again, once you flat price them, the set and forget it goes out the window. Also, you flat price it, you round it, that one car I said, whatever, 40,172, you drop the 172, you have 40 grand. Let's say in a week or two, you lose a $500 rebate or 500 off your rebate it goes from 2000 back up to 1500 well now you're 40,500 so now you got to make a judgment decision do I at 40,500 stay there or do I drop the 500 and go back to 40 grand and, and hit it ourselves well that's what depends on the again the age the markup the activity the colors the trim level what's working what's not and if it's, let's say for an example, I know Fiestas aren't 40 grand, but let's say it's a blue Fiesta hatchback SE, you know, all those trending data that's told me this is the wrong car to have, I might drop the 500, take that hit, take the loss, take, hit that bucket and uh, keep that car moving. So I hope this is a little bit helpful. If you do happen to have the auto conquest and you do need maybe some new car help is that business is slowing down and slowing down your trade-ins on used cars, which is affecting your gross because you're going and buying more cars, which <laughs> trickle down effect. If you need help, let us know. Lotpop.com, 844, Lotpop. Um, 
844-LOT-POP4, and then uh, J Rice at LOT-POP, and if, see if this is helpful. Again, I'll probably do another video on trade-ins because you got to track and trend all your appraisals as you're working these new car deals. Hope this is helpful. Talk to you later.